Welcome to Team Perry's Step Out of Line podcast, featuring co-hosts Perry and Lori Finkelstein. Together, they explore, meet, and share inspirational stories with guests who have made a positive impact in today's world. This podcast resonates with our hope to make this world a better place one step at a time through love, acceptance, and uplifting conversations. The thing that I did that was most stepping out of line was going to work for High Lifeline. I certainly didn't plan on that, you know, when I was in high school and I thought I was going to go to law school and just, you know, have a job, a regular job like everybody else. I was a counselor at Camp Simcha and really just from my involvement there, I said, uh, you know, this is an organization that really speaks to me and I connected with it. By the next summer, I was working for High Life Fine full-time. We opened a regional office in Chicago. It certainly stepped out of my line because it was not what I had planned or envisioned. You know, it was, it was definitely a great new path. When I started with High Life Fine in 95, uh, like I was a counselor in 94 and then in 95, we opened the regional office. I wasn't really thinking that this was going to, like, I, I thought, oh, this is very important. We really need to open a regional office in Chicago. Uh, I was born and raised in Chicago. I think at the time we had probably about 300,000, you know, Jewish people. And uh, I said, well, it's kind of amazing. There's not a high life fine office here. I think it's, I think it's a real need. Let's set it up. Let's, let's get this started. Um, I, I don't think I envisioned myself, you know, running it for the next 10 years. And then, you know, certainly there was no marathon at that point. I had no idea about that. Um, is there really did just kind of snowball. So in all fairness, I do have to say, as far as the, you know, stepping out of line goes, it's not like I really sat down and made this conscious decision of this is, you know, this is my calling. This is the new, you know, this is what I'm going to do the rest of my life. Uh, I, I guess at some point it did just sort of evolve. Let's get into it, Moshe. How did this really start? As far as any folklore goes or, you know, confusion stories, there's only one story I always tell. So if there is any folklore or confusion of the facts, it's it's from someone else you've heard the story from. 2004, Ari Weinberger, uh, my very dear friend and chairman and co-founder of, uh, or I should say founder of Team Lifeline, uh, Ari Weinberger was running the Disney World Half Marathon in 2004. Somewhere along that race, he just had this vision of, you know, we should do something like this. And he literally called me after the race and he said, uh, I said, yeah, how was the run? He said, great. I, he says, uh, you know, I had this crazy idea somewhere between mile four and mile five. I thought, uh, you know, we should really do something like this in the Jewish world. We should, we should do a race for High Life Fine. I said, look, I don't know anything about peer-to-peer fundraising or professional running, long distance running. I said, but I know Ari, everything you've touched is, is, is turned to gold. This, Ari Weinberg really has a Midas touch with, with projects. And I said, you know, if you think this is great, you know, and we should do it, then let's do it. And that was, that was really how it started. So that was like the end of 2004, um, 2004, really going into 2005. And then Ari personally identified the Miami Marathon. He said, I think this would be a great race for us. So uh, January 2006, Ari Weinberger, myself, and 24 other people that Ari recruited every single one of them, by the way, I give him full credit for that. They were all people in his personal contacts or people that he networked into. But really, every single one of the 24 people that ran with us 
were you know somehow connected to Ari or friends of Ari. Those 26 people ran the Miami Marathon and Half Marathon in 2006. And the rest, as they say, is history. That was officially the start of Team Lifeline. We sometimes see you run, very rarely. We see your kids run, we see your wife run. So no more marathons for you, Moshe? When Ari had this idea, you know, I, I was not a runner. I had never run yet about a, a long distance race. I had never run. Uh, so when Ari had that idea and he recruited me as one of those 26 people, uh, that was my first half marathon. 2006 was the first time I ever ran, you know, 13.1 miles and, and literally just followed the same exact training program that we use today. You know, no, nothing of it has changed. There might be additional tips and nuances and coaching and the mentoring. As far as that, you know, couch potato to half marathon training program, it really is the, you know, the exact same mileage every week and the same number of long runs. And so really just, you know, following that program. But it is very true. As you said, you know, a lot of people that participate, majority of the people that participate with Team Lifeline have never run a race before. They just say, like, you know, I have to do this. This sounds amazing. The cause is, you know, could not be better. And I, uh, I'm going to do this for the children of High Lifeline. And People open up that training manual and they go out for that first run. And that's literally what the majority of our team looks like. High Life Fine families, people like yourself and your whole family and any other High Life Fine family that's participated in Team Life Fine. To me, that's really always the most gratifying part of the entire season or the entire campaign. Because as I said, you know, I was a counselor at Camp Simcoe in 94. I was a regional director for many years. So like, you, you, there are a lot of families you interact with and there's a lot of programs and services going on throughout the year and, and, and people come and they enjoy them and, and you feel that people gain, you know, the High Life Fine families gain tremendously from the programs and services we run every year. But when you see a family say, this is so meaningful, this has had such an impact on our life, that we're going to go and train to run a half marathon or marathon and raise money so that other families, other people can benefit, you know, from these programs and services the same way we have. So that to me is really the most gratifying is, you know, any of the Highlight Fine families or Camp Simcoe campers, anybody that, you know, that, is, that has been, you know, a Team Life Fine participant and has had a personal High Life Fine experience or an action speaks volumes to me and to every single person on the team and the entire organization. That like, wow, look at the important work we're doing. Look at the impact it has that the, the recipients, the beneficiaries themselves are coming and saying, we must continue to, you know, to give back to this organization and make sure that it's strong and exists for, you know, for all the families that need it. How do you handle all of us? Because we're a pain. Well, I mean, with, with Perry, it's so easy because I mean, Perry, you've, you've really like, you've inspired so many people. Then you got this inspiration. You said, you're going to walk a thousand steps or a mile. And like, you, you always took on different challenges. You have, you know, a huge impact on people. So it's really easy to take the lead from you because as I said, you really just, you inspire so many people. And on both ends, really people that you know that you've connected to and you've reached out to. Um, and also just the people on the team. Like it's, 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 it's inspirational for everybody, you know, on the team when they see you at the pasta party or on the course. And, uh, you know, to know how, how hard you work, you know, all year long, both the training and the fundraising, the marketing, the communications, you know, everything you do to make Team Perry and to make Team Life on a success. So it's, uh, 
So as far as that, Lori, yeah, it's it, it's easy to take the lead from you guys because I mean you're just you know Perry's a superstar and you 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 always say you bleed blue and yellow. You uh you wear Team Lifeline on your uh, on your heart on your sleeve, and uh, you know you work passionately for it all all year long. There's a Team Lifeline video of Dr. Wexler speaking. Uh, you know, after what, literally, pretty much like right after he crossed the finish line and won his team life fine races, and there's, you know, simultaneously while he's speaking, there's like there's video footage of you playing, uh, of you crossing the finish line, and that's what he says. He says, you know, if you asked me years ago, you know, or a year ago, I never, you know, would have said that I'd be able to do this. Like I never thought that I could run the half marathon. He says, you know, you're there and you look at, you know, you look at some of these kids digging deep and we're literally talking about you. And there's this great footage of you, Perry, crossing the finish line. He says, like, you know, you think of how hard these kids work to, you know, to, to you know, to dig deep and and train to do something like this. Uh, and it's just, you know, and then you say, what, what kind of excuses are you making? Just, you know, train hard and dig deep and, and, and get yourself across the finish line. Ari had this great idea and he, he worked hard to get those, you know, 24 people to join the two of us on the race. But in addition to being, you know, persistent and, uh, you know, and, and just a good schmoozer, he also needed a lot of luck for people to just say, I'm going to do it. So, you know, so thank God things did go well, uh, being at the right place at the right time. Uh, and yeah, a lot of things, you know, fell into place. We, I, I think he picked a great race being the Miami Marathon. People love the destination. The time of year works out great that, you know, if you're in New York and it's freezing cold in January or February, it's a nice, nice getaway. Um, so that worked out well. Uh, yeah, yeah I, th I think they're just, you know, like any puzzle, there's so many pieces and they just all need to come together. I think the first year we were, there was like a lot of high fiving each other and we thought like, oh, wow, this is great. We definitely got to come back next year. Um, and that team of 26 turned into a team of 52. Uh, that first year, the team of 26 raised $150,000 and we doubled it next, you know, the following year with that team of 52 and raised $300,000. At that point, after the second season was the time where like there was still a lot of high-fiving going on, but at that point, we really said, like, I think we got to put together, you know, a, a business model here, like, you know, some type of a business plan to take this to the next level, um, and that that's really Ari's expertise. He's, uh, he's, he's got a great business mind and just a great, you know, visionary for that. Um, it was also great with the details and the, and the spreadsheets. Um, and it was after that second season that we really sat down and, you know, put together a plan and a model and said, all right, how do we take this to the next level? Um, and then just put more effort into the marketing and the recruitment and, you know, really trying to grow the team and, and you know, increase the fundraising efforts. And uh, yeah, I mean, just, and, and, and by the way, it's amazing that every year we've been doing this, you always learn something new or try something new or, you know, things, you know, th th things, things evolve. So uh, it, it, it definitely keeps it interesting. It, it's a team effort. It's, you know, everyone on the team life fine end, uh, the runners, the staff, the, every single volunteer for the weekend, everyone of the 20,000 plus people that donate to a runner every year. Uh, and as you said, everyone at the Lifetime Fitness staff, all the people that, you know, thousands of volunteers come out to, you know, to put on this event. It takes a village. It takes a village without every single one of those you know, pieces of the machine, it does not work. Anything that you always wanted to know about Team Perry? You're definitely on target to hit a, a big number this year. As far as how it's going to happen, Lori, I would say 
it, the how is sitting right on your right-hand side. You know, Perry, my experience with you telling stories has been twofold. One is, is when you intern for Team Lifeline and you would do like social media stories and cover, you know, cover a lot of the runners. You did an amazing job of telling their stories. Uh, you really just, you know, you, you, you found people on the team, your teammates and found fascinating things to, you know, to share with the, with the world about them. So I think you always did a great job of telling other people's stories. And again, I mean, you've done such an amazing job of telling your story and the team Perry story and look at the people that you've connected with over the years. Um, and yeah, again, I mean, it's, it's you that makes that happen, Perry. You are just such a genuine person. People love connecting with you. The companies, the CEOs, the celebrities that you've impacted and, and really been able to reach out to, tell your story and find a special place in their heart is, uh, you know, really just a, you know, tremendous attribute to you and, and the talents that you have. All these people from all over the world that come together uh, and, and we get to spend this, you know, in-person time together. It's something yeah, that I look very, very forward to. It's really, it's a highlight of the year. And yeah, it was, it was nothing short of heartbreaking last year that we, you know, that we, that we missed that. To me, it's really like a family reunion. At the end of the day, it really is just, it's so much fun to get to be with everybody and, and have that experience of, you know, what an awesome experience to, you know, spend the weekend with, you know, five, six, 700 of your nearest and dearest friends. Right. And, uh, you know, and for such a great cause, it's the energy, the experience, the vibe of the whole weekend is just like everyone. To me, I think that's the greatest part is that everyone wants to be there and is so excited to be there.